Hello there, I'm Dominique Saint-Pierre, and you're listening to Go Podcast. Today we are going to talk about Go Build and the LD Flags parameter. Hello, Gophers. Episode 9. And from what I heard, people, well, podcasters that reach episode 10 are less likely to cancel their show. So we are almost there. Hopefully, hopefully we will continue after 10. But yeah, that's a joke aside. Um, Go 119 has been released. If you haven't checked it, I would uh, I would recommend uh, looking at it. Um, the Go Time podcast did a good episode on that. So if you want to know what's going on with this version and you have uh, one hour of your time, I would... Uh, I would suggest uh, listening to it. Other than that, if you haven't checked uh, generic, so my you know my mind is currently expanding or opening towards generics and go. At first, I you know I did not really use them. I I was not seeing much places for me to use them, but a you know pertinent aspect of something I was writing in fact in static backend which is my open source firebase alternative um I I had to write a you know memory database provider and generics really helped me reduce the amount of code it's crazy I will I will do an episode only on that to be frank because it was uh uh yeah, it's something. So, yeah, gen- generic are 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 good when used uh, at at the right place, I guess. Um, yeah. And lastly, before we begin, um, if you don't know ASDF, the tool to to install other languages and 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 frameworks and whatnot, um, you might you might want to check it out. So. I was wondering, you know, how people are currently installing the Go binary, and even even though Go is, is backward compatible, it's still fairly safe to just have one install. I have so many languages on my dev machine that are not like Go. So, for for example, uh, things like Ruby, for example. So, and Elixir is an, is another one. Um, I, I just I just found found it really easy to install my uh, my languages via ASDF these days, and you can have multiple version of each uh, each languages and whatnot. So, yeah, if you if you don't know this tool, I, I would I would definitely recommend checking checking it out. It really helps. So today I want to talk a little bit about what the Go tool tooling give you when when compiling your binary so let me rephrase that better i guess so uh as i was saying my i was i was working on static back and i was i was creating a github issue actually and i created a template on github that asked uh people that that were creating github issues to run static backend dash v to to get the version but 
I wrote that template way before implementing this feature. So myself, while opening this GitHub issue, I, you know, I stumbled upon the fact that, well, this flag does not exist. So what I wanted to do was to have, you know, helpful information on the dash v, not just the version. Uh, helpful information to debug exactly the, the ver you know the exact version that uh, that someone that reports a bug would would have so to do that i i i, I used the ld flags parameter when using the, the go build command so this this ld flag uh, ld flags you can use that on multiple commands like install as well and build and whatnot so there, there's a dash x that allows you to set variable on your code base at compile time. So what it gives you is a way to grab contextual information at the build time without having to maintain any kind of configuration file or, or you know, hard-coded data that, that needs to be changed. So let's take an example, a concrete example. I wanted to print out the build date, the current version, and also the, the current commit ash, the GitHub commit ash that were present at the time of, you know, at the build time. So what you can do to have that is, like I was saying, if you were to create three variables to all this data, three string variables in your Go application somewhere, it, it can be anywhere, we will talk about that. So imagine you only have a main.go file, for example. We Let's say we have a simple CLI program and there's only one main.go. So you would have those three variables at the top build time, commit ash, and version, for example. And you want those to be populated when you are building your application. So you could use the dash LD flags and pass the dash X parameter. You can see the, you can see the code in, in the description of the podcast if you have that. Um, but you can also just search uh, on, on your search engine LD flags with the dash X. But you want to inject those value automatically for you. So that, that liberates uh, you know, everyone from having to think about what, what needs to be changed before a build. So the build time is you know, fairly easy. We can use the date uh, command at the command line. For the version, there's a describe uh, function with Git that... Uh, when pass the dash dash tags will give you the last tags the last tag that is used and for you know for the commit ash there, there's also a way to grab the last commit so from there at each build those those value will will be set on your main.go and and if you if you implement a simple flags with the dash v for example that this is what i did 
you can print out those those uh, those, ver you know, those variable and they will have those value automatically set for you. So this is extremely helpful for library creator or more specifically people that creates CLI application or, or any kind of application to exactly get what the current user that is reporting a bug is using as its commit. So it's very easy to return to the code, git check out this exact commit and try to, you know, maybe even run the test or, or try, try to reproduce what they are having on production with that specific version. So it's extremely nice uh, to, to have this, uh, this feature. So before discovering that, I was using mainly a JSON file to hold a couple of information that I wanted my binary to, to have at, at, at runtime. But like I was saying, those are extremely difficult to, to maintain because the, you know, there is always this, uh, there, there's always someone that, that keeps forgetting to update any kind of number. You, you could, you could use said and, and do some auto, uh, incrementation in there and, 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 you know, file manipulation also at, at at the build time but yeah it's it's still it's still not as as clean in my opinion and uh, yeah I, I, I'm using a make file as well so if you if you're not using make file you know I this is uh, this is probably the the simplest build tool out there I would say especially for go I mean it's it's just it's just simple. It's it can it can be complicated sometimes because uh, yeah the the syntax in there is, is a little bit a little bit old for you know when you when you're starting to do more complicated stuff. But it's it's still it's still a tool today that that gains to be to be known. I would I would say. Um, but yeah, I'm using a make file, so it's very easy for me to uh, to expand the 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 go build command with with this this uh, dash ld flags and uh, and yeah this is uh this is going to be helpful very very helpful on on the the github issues that people will open hopefully and um, yeah in my case i already add a config package where a config, you know, a configuration is currently being loaded from uh, environment variables. And this config is, is used all over the place to, to access, you know, important, uh, important, uh, configurable variable. So I just added a, a new, you know, an info.go file in there with, with those three variables. And I'm using the fully qualifying package name on on the LD flags that X. So for example, github.com slash static backend HQ slash core slash config dot and the name of the variable that that I'm using. So that that's really that simple to to do that. So I I, I built a yeah I built this uh, this application with, without this config file uh, this config package at first and uh, since I've introduced it uh, yeah things things 
the code started to clean itself up a little bit, I would say. Before I was having a lot of, you know, os.getenv uh, everywhere. And uh, yeah, it's certainly not a, a good way to, to do that. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes it's, it's not it's not terrible. And, and people... Well, I, I remember at first, uh, I, I've launched Static back in probably, yeah, near 2019, some, something like that. And admittedly, the, the code... The code was not very clean at first, and I remember uh, when I post uh, posted on uh, on Reddit uh, that was that was you know I, I received one comment that uh, that were saying oh well you you are using uh, you know f for example or or things like that and I it it did not really bother because at the time the you know the first it's it's so qu it's so quick to do refactoring in go and today the project is is has passed 10,000 uh, line of, of go and i think it's it's starting to well i am biased obviously but it's it's starting to look something that in my opinion is is not bad you know compared to the the 2019 i think i think the code is is starting to be to be clean and this you know this huge usage of the ld flags really uh really make things a little bit uh a little bit nicer and hopefully hopefully it will help a couple of people out, out there that that were not uh knowing about that i i was i was not really knowing and you know, just after creating my GitHub issues, I was like, "Wow, what what's the best way to inject uh, inject data at compile time?" So, of course, Go has this uh, this new uh, this new way of of bundling files and in, in directly in, in the in the binary now. Uh, well, now it's 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 out there since a couple of version. I think it was uh, one seventeen or something like that. So you are able now to to take flat files, if you will, and then package them into your binary and and use them at uh, at runtime. So that that that's a that's a valid option for for lots of things. But the issue with having those information in in a flat file is is like yeah, there 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 will be some uh, some people that will forget to update those and and if you are to build automation to to keep those files up to date well you will you will end up writing a lot of code i think for for not much uh but yeah it depends it always depends and uh yeah that uh, that uh, that's mostly it for today all right that's it for this week i hope you liked uh, the episode and again if you uh, if you can share and talk about the podcast that would be extremely appreciated uh, also if you want to check my book out i have a course named build sas app in go so it's at buildsasappingo.com all right see you in two weeks bye